One hour of the program down, folks, but lots more content headed your way. It's Kelly and Company, Ramya Muth, and my co-host. She's at the Toronto Studios, actually in studio today on main campus. Kelly McDonald here at the home studio in London, Ontario. Wonderful to have you wherever you're listening in with us on the program today. Well, Ramya, we've uh, often got caught, you know, we start the show doesn't mean anything to somebody in, in Edmonton who's saying, mm. well, it's not a nice day here. But of late, weather has really been a source of conversation, and it's going to be a little bit in this segment, too. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we visit with our community reporters, and we like to find out what's going on in their areas. And unfortunately, sometimes you got to talk about things that blow into town uh, in more ways than one. We welcome our community reporter from Pictou County, Nova Scotia. Uh, Julie Martin joins us. Uh, Julie, a, a lot going on. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you I very want, much. I want to get into yes, the personal not. experience that you've had out there dealing with Fiona uh, as the hurricane came into, into the province and affected our, our four Atlantic provinces uh, immensely. Sure did. Um, you know, the same rumor is just, sorry, knowledge is just rumor until you experience it. Mm. And I have never experienced anything like that in my life. I was terrified. Um, it's one thing seeing it on TV and it's one thing watching the movies. And, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm at a loss for words. The devastation is just phenomenal. Yeah, we're we're seeing that we're we're seeing what devastation is on the East Coast, what's in Florida, and we've heard audio of the storms. And from my understanding, from anyone who's gone through this, that doesn't even remotely remotely give you any idea. So can well, can you describe what you heard? It was it was the power of it, and it was you could hear. Um, branches falling and all the rest of it. And then there was one tree on the um, northeast corner of our property, um, a big maple tree that completely uprooted and it fell on the neighbor's house. And that was about three o'clock in the morning. And that was it. I was in the basement under the stairs. I was absolutely petrified. I mean, it was Everything's dark. The power's gone out. The power went out at eight thirty at night. Um, it, it just—I'm—I'm I'm scared of the dark. As strange as that sounds, coming from somebody with sight loss, I'm scared of the dark. There's all these noises. We've got these huge trees all around. So I mean, I'm already dead and in my coffin before the storm's over. That's what's going to happen. Mm. And it, it just. Even the next day, because it was still like we wouldn't let the animals outside. It was so strong, um, and and it just lifts trees like they're matchsticks. And then the water, the flooding, because the they you know the they lost so many um, sand dunes, which is just terrible. Mm. The coastline, um, all the fishing boats that went, and the wharfs and People's homes completely destroyed. Yeah. Their livelihoods completely gone. And the cleanup. I mean, I think we have about 700 soldiers. The crews that came in our yard to fix the pat down power lines were from Quebec. 
mm-hmm. and all these crews from Vermont. So we're getting lots of support. Um, I have to say the support within the community and the immediate support. There was um, the local um, Mennonite church on Sunday had eight crews going around the county um, knocking on people's doors that they knew did not have the ability to fix the shingles on the roof and uh, were just doing it as volunteers. And then by Tuesday, they had 200 people on the waiting list. Um, I, I, I don't know how to... We were 94 and a half hours without power. I have friends. He's my blind husband and his real wife. Um, they aren't expected to get power until Sunday. So, Man. you know, yeah. it's... Oh, your so, freezer and your fridge. I mean, it's completely exactly. gone. And yeah, yeah, everything gets thrown out. Um, and 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 Julie, you talk about the damage. Just unbelievable. The lives change. Oh. Soil so saturated that trees are lifted up almost like a hand, invisible hand comes along, just slaps them down. From what my what I, my understanding of descriptions, I know when we had the tornadoes yeah. go through London here, they said that people said, "Why are the roots and everything?" pulled right up and they said because there's nothing to hold them the soil is so saturated there's nothing so yes. the wind catches it and lifts it up like yeah. you're losing an umbrella and the, the thing that um, intensified our damage was that we have so many leaves left on the trees mm. but they haven't even started to change color right. so uh, if I can getting a little audio noise from you, Julia. Hang on. I think Jeff, you'll see if he can sort that out with you. Um, the the part that um, makes me really wonder is, you know, Kels, everybody's... Uh, I think, Julia, are you back? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. It was just a little feedback. So Sorry. I didn't realize you'd lost me. Sorry. That's uh, okay. We were just... Uh, I was just saying that, you know, that moment when you have to get yourself from the basement and out there to assess. Yes. To assess the damage is probably the moment that was the hardest for so many people. Yeah. 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 I couldn't imagine looking at that and coming out, like you said, Julie, out of the dark, the whatever, and people just seeing what they saw and looking and everywhere around you, you turn and it's, it's destruction. I couldn't comprehend and wonder, wonder how long before life is normal. Well, life is never going to be normal because if we were all normal, it'd be really boring, wouldn't it? So true. So true. But we could, we could do without some of this kind of thing. Yeah. I was amazed about every single window. I have 21 windows in the house. Every facing exposure window was plastered with tiny little mountain ash leaves. It was crazy. Mm. It was a weird thing looking out. And then you're looking out and the tree that was there isn't there anymore. And it, it was discombobulating. Yeah. But the community then, support, though... Like, you know, the the volunteering you just mentioned and every other type of initiative that's going on, we have more to talk about tomorrow with Ryan in Halifax, but there's just yeah. a lot of that, you know, hang on, let's help. Yes. People were, you know, I've got a barbecue, it's 
fine. Come cut your meat, you know, don't let it go bad. People in apartments that don't have barbecues, you know, we had six apartments on one of our on our street. People were coming over and barbecuing and then other guys were rolling their generators up to people's houses that don't have generators and plugging it in for a couple of hours. And I mean, the community spirit is phenomenal. It always is in Nova Scotia, but mm-hmm. it just, it's above and beyond, absolutely above and beyond. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Not that it's lovely that it happened. No. But, you know. Is it a Red Cross that's also doing a lot of stuff, making sure that people know they're available? Yes, so Red Cross, if you are displaced, Red Cross are the people to contact. Um, If you call 211, they can give you any information you need. The government has some assistance. It's $100 per household for food loss if you had power out for more than 48 hours and $250 towards cleanup. Um, unfortunately, like, you know, it was $1,600 to get rid of the trees that, in our yard, and it had to be done by an arborist, which I didn't realize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I won't be able to claim that 250 but um, there is some assistance out there for sure. And what I want to mention real quick is a lot of seniors don't have house insurance because they own their homes outright, and it's a cost they don't, they can do without. Um, even if you don't have house insurance, please um, apply for the government assistance because it covers things that would not have been covered on your insurance. Right. So that's a big thing for people to remember. Yeah, it's really horrible when you hear that certain things such as flood water damage, like these things that, oh no, insurance doesn't cover that, even if you had it. No. Well, and especially something in an area where that's going to happen. I, I can understand, you know, if you said here in Ontario, hurricane floodwater, you know, is not going to be covered yeah. if the insurance companies pulled that. Um, but you, you, they got to stop on this. Well, it's an act of or it's you choose to live there and yeah. in that area. Um, Julie, with that what everybody's experienced, and I know people who've lived out east for a long time have experienced some types of storms like this, but briefly, what would you say really, really for people is the takeaway for for the next time? And unfortunately, there'll be a next time. There'll be a next time. Um, Just be as prepared as you can be um, and make sure you know where the comfort centers are before the power goes out, you know, so, you know, the comfort center, like even Walmart opened up a huge room so people could go in and get coffee and plug phones in and, but just make sure you know where to go for safety and, and take shelter, like don't, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't, it, don't wait it out where you could be vulnerable. Tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, anything the experts tell you, believe them, do what they say. Right, yeah. right. You know. Julie, thank you. Thank yeah. you. We're glad you're safe. We, Our thoughts are with mm-hmm. everybody out there that have so much to go through still and have and that terror that, they, that everybody lived through. Um, we'll talk to you next month. Thank you. Stay safe, guys. Bye. You too. In Pictou County, Nova Scotia, our community reporter, Julie Martin, joining us, sharing with us the experience of going through Hurricane Fiona.
We're going to take a couple of moments here, and when we return, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get back in touch with our friends from W. Ross McDonald School. We're going to meet some students, the new ones particularly. We want to talk to everybody, but some new ones in the communications class. Hope you can uh, stick with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> 